<laughs> welcome. Oh. oh, hello, and welcome to another episode of Lady, Lady and, and the, the Harlot. Harlot. <laughs> Damn, uh, what? I'm excited. I'm fucking stoked for this one. Let's go. Um, <laughs> all right, so I'm Dagna. I'm Cheryl. And uh, yeah, this this episode a special episode (laughs) oh so special (laughs) um this one's called two harlots one greek you can use your imagination with that (laughs) (laughs) the reason i say uh two harlots one greek uh this episode typically we talk about relationships and we kind of dance around the whole sex thing yes um and this time we're going full-on harlot here yes so if your ears cannot handle the content please Stop listening. <laughs> just press that pause button. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's not just us. So the Greek is actually a lovely friend of our show. And I've been listening this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to introduce the Greek. Uh, Greek is a friend of mine. And um, do you want to like tell us a little bit more about yourself? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I, I did, especially. I did want to interrupt your lovely intro. Um, uh, hello, everyone. Uh, I am the Greek, uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh, privileged to be on this show with these two lovely women. Um, if you haven't started listening to your podcast to their podcast until now, shame on you. You should really do so. Um, there, there, there was your shameless plug right there. That was, that was the gift of, of being meeting on this show. Thank you. Um, so I so. Just quick description about myself and, and how I fit into the grand scheme of things here. So I'm a, I'm a mid-40-something male. Uh, I'm, I'm based in, let's just call it the southern part of the U.S., below the, the Mason-Dixon line. Um, <laughs> but I, uh, you know, I, my partner and I, uh, we've been together for a wonderful 10, 11 years or so. We don't really count because it seems like it's forever, but we are badly committed to each other. But we are also in an open, ethically non-monogamous relationship. And I think this is where where my two friends, the harlots over here, want to dive a little bit more into what exactly does that mean? That sounds like such fancy terminology. So yes. yes. I'm here to help expand horizons and talk a little bit about what does it mean to be ethically non-monogamous or as some people might use the term, family style. So... <laughs> Here to expand horizons tonight. Yeah, we're gonna open plenty doors. A lot of Pandora boxes. Yes. Um, I I'm even our own. Yeah. (laughs) Even though we actually kind of shared our own. Yes. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that a lot of there's a lot of things that that come into play. Right. You know, and I think that there are a lot of people that are interested into this typical world. Yes. And lifestyle. Clearly, based off you know all the kinky post <laughs> and people tend to gravitate more to that than the basic uh, everyday one and it's usually the people south macy dixon lines <laughs> just just saying you know um yeah so uh greek yes ma'am when did your journey start Oh, when did this journey start? So I'll, I'll give you a little bit of history uh, on, on how it started and why it started. So Yeah, that's, the why is always important. Thank you very much well, for well, saying that. The why that. is always important. So I'll, I'll definitely get into all that detail. So um, my partner, and for, for sakes of uh, privacy, um, I'll refer to her as Red. Um, but Red and I had been, uh, you know, we just started dating. You know, we both came out of 
really toxic marriages where we were both actually in sexually oppressive marriages at the time. Um, you know, and, and I recall from one of your previous podcasts, you talked about, you know, length of time that you've been without sex. You know, my red was without sex from her husband for two years. I was without sex from my partner or my wife at the time for four years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we were both like, okay, we definitely don't want that to happen again. So what were some of the causes for that? And as we were talking, and this was about a year into our relationship, we, we talked about fantasies and bucket list items that we never got while we were married, you know, threesomes, more sums, uh, you know, the ability to potentially see someone and just get that instant attraction. What can we do with that? Like, like when we get those butterflies, when we see someone else and it's just like, oh, that's a tasty dish, what can we do? We started talking a little bit more about what are some avenues we could explore and be supportive for each other, knowing that this is a relationship in its infancy, but, you know, maybe we can correct some mistakes or correct some learnings that we had from our previous marriages that where we can start heading in the right direction. So uh, about a year into it, so we're talking about now 10 years ago, Red and I went down this journey of entering at the, we, all we knew is that this was called the lifestyle. Um, other people call it swinging. Um, so it just, it just varies and depends on what terminology you want to use. Mm-hmm. And we started going down this journey of meeting other couples to potentially engage in sexual activities together, whether it is, hey, can we borrow your wife and have a threesome, you know, Um, or do we want to do like a full swap type opportunity where I sleep with the wife and uh, Red sleeps with the husband and we're all in the dog pile in the same bed and and for the past 10 years, it's been an evolution since those early stages, but it, it's definitely had, it's been more rewarding than we've had downtimes, but, you know, we've, we've definitely grown a lot as a couple, not just from the sexual ex- exploits that we've gained and all the shenanigans and debauchery we're doing, but we've grown so much as a couple over the past 10 years and has actually really strengthened our bond as long-term partners together. So that, that that gives you a little bit of background into how we got into this. Right. Right. Oh, I know Cheryl's got some so, questions. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> She's going to ask you a shit ton of questions. It's your show. You can ask whatever you want. Go ahead. Please. So how did you originally start? Did you originally start, you know, doing the couples thing and doing the swapping, like actually doing the swingers lifestyle? First? Yeah, yeah. So we, we started with, you know, at the time, Red wanted to scratch some itch. So we really started with Red wanted to scratch some itches with the same sex. And so okay. we, we got into this going, okay, maybe we can find potentially a single woman to you know, bring into our bedroom. At the, and at the time, that was considered a unicorn if we could find one of those. Yeah, and we, very we, true. We, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, you're speaking to a black unicorn right now. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll be honest with you, in, in, in this journey, I'll tell you what, those single women are actually a lot easier to find. And I'll, I'll get to our evolution a little bit later in the show. But... but, but but we, we actually, we, we started off with, you know, you know, maybe potentially single woman here and there, but we really wanted couples because, you know, at the end of the day, even though Red wanted to scratch her same sex gender itch, she wanted to finish with the D. So we really wanted to find the, a point to find a couple where uh, the four of us really clicked and maybe we could take things on to the, into the bedroom. But we didn't want it just to be a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, right? So both, both Red and I lean towards um, friendship first and actually 
some level of friendship there to where both she and I are getting fulfilled, you know? Right. So that's where, you know, we started this journey being finding friends first. And then after that, that's where it started evolving throughout the course of several years on where we're now more into this ethically non-monogamous type of relationship, which I can dive into a little bit more depending on Cheryl's next question. <laughs> yeah. And so the reason, I mean, I'm sure you have a reason as to why you ask, because your dynamic was different. Yeah, it was. You know, and my, my you dynamic know, was different. Yeah. So. You know, our for my dynamic, yes. it was more of I think mine was swingers, similar. Swingers lifestyle. Yeah. You know, we did the threesome mm-hmm. couple. Yeah. <laughs> you know, thing. Um, but it was different from you because, you know, you're trying to build that friendship and get to know where it was just like, this is what I'm here for. Thank yeah. You, thank you, ma'am. Like, <laughs> this is what it is. Yeah. This is what it is. And keep it moving. Right. <laughs> you know, we yeah. didn't really have no attachment. You know, that was like one thing that was kind of a rule, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, um, you, so you were more the, the the DTF down to fuck, you know. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Okay, um, got you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what's your name? Irrelevant? Okay, yeah. cool. Yes. You think I'm attracted? And you yeah. just went for it, right, Yeah, girl? yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's that, how it was. That's how it was for me. It's like, <laughs> and <Yeah>. you were again? <laughs> what's your name? Irrelevant. That's oh, your name. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, you have oh, a name? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you want to fuck me over there? Oh, okay. okay. Sure. <laughs> I got, yeah. I got okay. several minutes. Let's do this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and yeah. I, and, and yeah, and it's funny because like I was telling, so, so just, I, I had briefly mentioned, uh, metal Dolly. Um, and the reason I mentioned her was because, you know, she's, she was, she was in a 32 year long marriage where she was not satisfied, not happy for kids. Now she's in her fifties. She's divorced. She's living life. And she's starting to realize these things about her sexually that she wants to do and that are coming out. And I told her, I said, you know, because the biggest difference is she was raised down South where down South is like the Bible belt where you don't really talk about these things. And she was telling me like, Oh, it's so hard to find these. Like she was like, I was shocked that there's these underground communities and this, that, and the other. And I was like, well, yeah, but in New York, it's a lot easier to find. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it's funny that you mentioned that about Metal Dolly, because quite frankly, I feel like the South has the biggest bunch of freaks. So oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. That is very they true. do. So, like, so while, while the state that I reside in, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it has a pretty solid community. Mm-hmm. They're, they're a couple states south from me. Um, in a purplish state, let's just call it that. Uh, I mean, I'll tell you what, the community down there just puts where we are to shame, you know, mm-hmm. and that's where, you know, again, Red and I often make road trips to hang out with folks that we've made friends friends with over the past several years. Mm-hmm. But that community just completely blows up, you know, so. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it was yeah, like the late just, 90s. I just find that funny that Metal Dolly mentioned that it's hard down south to find it. I'm like, Well, where she was. Look. Yeah. Like Tennessee, you know, and shit like that. Um but I, you know, I lived in South Carolina and everybody was going to ATL, Freak Neek and all that shit. <laughs> you know? oh, yeah. oh, yeah. ATL yeah. is definitely, I'll tell you what, and, you know, just the Atlanta itself mm-hmm. is where probably the largest community that, you know, right. Red and I have ever experienced is down there. Right. So, because so the city, we, you know. Yeah. But if you're a country huge, bumpkin. <laughs> huge population, huge diverse crowd, yeah. and you yeah. can get everything from, like, 
the you know the, the legacy uh, you know down the fuck folks like Cheryl you know back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> you can also find you know those that have maybe a little bit of kink in their repertoire, just depending upon you got a little bit of something extra to ring the table and not just you know straight on sex. It, 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 there's a little something for everybody down there. You right. Know? Yeah, and that's what I was no I was telling her. I said I think that the difference is the fact that you didn't live in this city like a major city. You lived right. in a little like yeah. almost like a hick town. Right. And I said, and, and religion was like at the forefront, but that's the thing. Religion is such a, like for it, 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 it exudes sex, you know, like it makes you want to do the things that are forbidden. Mm. Absolutely. You 100%. Know? Yeah. And Even so curious. <laughs> curiosity. Yeah. Killed many cats. <laughs> um, and, uh, and I was telling her, I was like, you know, she's like, I love your, your spirit. I love your vibe. And I was like, you know, I'm just me. I said, you know, but I got to do all the stuff I wanted to do. Cause New York city, come on. It's fucking New York city. Right. New York city is a, Fucking especially, playground, especially during the time. Oh that yeah, we were that we were younger. Woo. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, but but even now though, like, and I know you got to check off a lot of boxes back in the day. Mm. You know, um, where Red and I, Red and I, feel like at times we're making up for lost ground because we didn't really do the whole like. After high school, we didn't really date in, in our college years. We immediately settled down, got mm. into long-term relationships. And so this is sort of like a, a coming-out party for us. And even though we've been doing this for 10 years, uh, you know, this has been an, an adventure for both of us to be able to say that, look, we are, we are living our best life and we're enjoying a, a lot of sexual freedom that our partner is allowing for us. But it still doesn't diminish the fact that we aren't still madly committed and loving one another. You know, she is still my world and still my partner in all things thick and thin. It's just that sometimes we have itches to scratch and sometimes those itches don't really involve your, your primary partner and you, you enjoy a little something different. So, and you know what? Giving ourselves the freedom to be able to do that and do so in an open and honest and clearly upfront and trustworthy way mm-hmm. has made this just a fantastic experience for both of us. So let me ask you a question. At what age did you both get married? Right. That's what I was going to ask. Like, oh, oh yeah. So, so, so red, red, red went through two marriages. So red got married, I think right at 19. Oh, for oh, the first wow. one. oh hell no. And then after that divorced and then oh. remarried, I want to say at, 24 25 somewhere oh. around there oh. and then divorced about 10 or 11 years later okay. um That's me I, I you know i did the stupid thing where the moment you know again when i went to college i'm like it's gonna be a one one non-stop orgy right and then i immediately <laughs> settled down with a girlfriend <laughs> in my yeah. freshman year um and then i uh, got you married got, at you got um, on to the wrong girlfriend right right <laughs> you could have had a girlfriend that did do the orgy yes. shit right exactly, <laughs> exactly. so yeah I settled down way too early at 18 and got married at 25. And I was on the path of, you know, 2.5 kids, picket fence, all that other stuff. And just, you know, it, it wasn't the right relationship for me near the end of it. You know, we just grew apart as friends and as lovers and as a husband and wife. And so amicably split. And I just like, okay, lesson learned. What, what, did, what did I not do in that one? I make this one a lot better now. So, mm, yeah, I'm, I'm, my heart, I feel that in my heart. Like, oh, yeah, I'm like, no. Yeah, that's that's young. Yeah. I'm you like, know, no, no, to get no, married. No. Yeah. That's, it, you're still, that's when you experiment. Yeah. You, know, you, you do have all fun. Those, yeah, you have fun and you experiment and try mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. And, and um, 
you know, when I was telling Metal Dolly about the the show and everything, and I was, in, and I told her, I said, I think that um, everybody has both sides to them. Yeah. That a harlot side and the lady side or the gentleman side and the fucking, I don't know, freak. I don't know what you call it for a good, for a dude. What do you call it? Not a geezer, right? I don't know. There's like a jiggle. I don't know. There's a jiggle. There's a flare. There's, um, I don't know. It's charming as fuck. I fucking buy that. Charming as fuck. There's too many terms. There's too many. I don't like labels. Let's tell you that. I like, I hate labels. I have no idea what I am. So, yes. Yeah. I think you're a bowl of sunshine. That's a fucking ray of sunshine. Yes. yes. Thank you. Thank you, <laughs> I appreciate that. No problem. So where are uh, you and Red now within your lifestyle when you start? So you started off as like swinging and yeah, you said we, it evolved. So what is, yeah, what yeah. did so it evolve we, into? Yeah. Yeah. So, so again, part of this journey, like starting in, in 2012, we started doing couples only, couples only, couples only, couples only. And then got into 2019, we, we started hanging out exclusively more with one specific couple. We were, we, we were borderline in sort of a poly type dynamic where we spent a lot of time with this one couple, mm. which was, which was unintended. And now I'll, I'll fully disclose, like in, in the course of that dynamic, you know, I did catch feels, which was not something that she and I were That's initially agreed to as, mm-hmm. as, as part of our dynamic, right? Like that was not something that we were both interested in, mm-hmm. but had I been a little bit more upfront and honest, and again, this is part of the, the learning curve that we had throughout this journey. And then once we started talking more about what had happened and what's now allowed, what's not, had I just been more open and honest about like this special kind of dynamic I had with this person. And, and it goes back to, it wasn't really that I caught feels. I, I truly had a strong connection dynamic and just call it what it is. It was lust. And yeah, just, yeah. she brought a unique dynamic that I was just gravitated towards. And I really just wanted to continue to embrace it and, and capture it. Mm. And then, so we, we broke it off with that couple because they turned out to be just raging assholes in the end, um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> which happens, right? Yeah, you know, right. They just, they just like shit. And when you're, when you're with someone for that period of time, you're kind of immune to the red flags until you, until that one of them becomes glaring apparent, right? Mm. So we broke it off with them. And then by that time, 2020 hit and then the pandemic hit. So we were like, we're going to be around each other 24-7. Can we really do this? Can we, can we, can we tolerate each other being around each other? Because we were both locked in our home because of, uh, you know, we weren't allowed to go into work. Um, so we were just like, what do we do? And I said, and so we looked at each other and said, let's give ourselves some freedom and give ourselves some flexibility. And going into 2020 into 2021, we started exploring, you know, again, when we were, we were still doing sort of couples, but then we were like, hey, if you want to play with that single guy over there all by yourself, go ahead. I have, I, at the end of the day, I know you're coming home to me. And then she's like, well, if you want to play with that lonely housewife over there that looks like <laughs> she could really use a good dicking, go ahead. <laughs> so you're going to come home to me. I'm like, okay. So we dipped our toe into the whole separate thing in 2021. And then going into this year, we really talked more about, okay, um, you know, our, our sexual appetite for each other is still there, but we also have some other desires and some other things that we want to explore individually. So now we're going to get into separate dating. So this year, actually, since January, we started getting more into 
separate interactions because really, you know, I get intense with, with the wife and she gets intense with the husband. And sometimes when we see that, we're like, is there, is there something else going on there? It's kind of, it kind of makes our spidey tense, you know, mm-hmm. tingles right. a little bit. So we're like, you know what? I don't need to see that. She doesn't want to see me do what I do with, with women. So we're going to give ourselves a little bit more freedom to date separately. As long as we are upfront and honest and talk about, hey, look, I got a really strong connection with this one person here. I'd really like to explore it. Um, it doesn't supersede anything that we have. I just want to, you know, hang out with this person on a regular basis and see where this goes. And, and again, it goes back to complete and full transparency between Red and I. Red talks to me. Red wants, I want to hear all the dirty stories about going on with Red's men, right? For some reason, that gets me off. It gets me excited because, again, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I, I have an object of desire. This is awesome. Like, I'm like, I'm, I'm proud of her. And, like, and watching her come out of her shell through this whole experience has been very fulfilling for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll, I'll hear all the details. She was just like, hey, are you safe? And did you have fun? Yes, good. Okay. So that's what she expects from me. As long as, again, I still talk about, Hey, look, I'm going to be seeing this person. We have a good connection, um, but I'll be home at this time. You know, so that's that's where we are. We're doing the the separate dating thing. We it, it, the official term is ENM, ethically non-monogamous. Uh, and so she, like tonight, she's out on a date, which is why I was have a little bit more freedom to have this. Uh, Two harlots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Two so harlots. She's, she's out having her best her best time right now, <laughs> I, and I'm here talking about my best times and past and what will be soon to be future tense. So <laughs> right, right. That's that's so cool. Yeah. Well, Cheryl, Cheryl's got another question. <laughs> her fucking face, I can, man. I can, I can visualize Cheryl like chomping at the bit, like ready to chime in here. Like, we'll okay, Cheryl, floor is yours. <laughs> okay, so you know, you mentioned that you kind of get a little bit turned on when you know she says her, you know, she tells you her stories, like, oh, what happened? But yeah. do you have an issue if you were to watch her with somebody else? Does um, that bother? The- that, does that bother you? And uh, it, for, for me personally, uh, it, it depends on the connection she has with the guy. I think there are times where, and I, and I, and I go through this ebb and flow of, you know, there are times where I'm like, oh yeah, this is hot. I really like enjoy like when she's making out with a guy or she's doing something else with a guy. Uh, you know, there are times where it's just like, okay, this is cool to watch and cool to experience. Then I also go through points of withdrawal. I'm like, well, what, what am I getting out of this specific scenario? What's, what's, uh, why is my cup not getting filled right now? So, yes, well, I do enjoy it and happy for it. That there, there are some times where I get a little jealous and or insecure where I'm like, well, I'm not getting anything. I'm, I'm just kind of sitting here watching. So what, what do I really get out of it? So I, would, would I watch it in a specific scenario? Possibly, yes. Would I would like to participate in that? Sometimes, yes. It just just depends on, and this is the thing with threesomes, right? Mm -hmm. It always feels like someone's going to be left out or someone's not getting enough attention. So how do you maintain that level of connection, especially from a (coughs) performance standpoint, (laughs) to where uh, you feel like you can still be satisfying your partner, you Mm -hmm. know, and whoever that is. And so, and that goes with, you know, two women and one guy also. It's not just with two guys and one girl. So I, I, I don't know. Me okay. personally, I like when it's two two guys, one girl, because guys are really more focused, right, on pleasing this on on you, you know, right. And it's not this like I'm not getting any like somebody's left out. I don't ever feel that. I feel like women are so much more emotional and they like that attention, right. And when that attention is not given, 
But, you know, at the end of the day, it all really depends on the individual. Because there's yeah. some men that don't like that, mm-hmm. seeing their woman being fucked by another guy. And mm-hmm. just like there's some women who don't like seeing their Oh, man. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> know. know. Um, for me, I knew how to detach. Right. And that. that's a, that's one of the things is detaching. And a lot of people don't know how to detach. Yeah. I didn't get <laughs> yeah, mad. And that's exactly right. And that could also happen not just with your primary partner. You know, I've, I've come across instances where... You know, one of my favorites is at a party and then someone else catches my interest and I'm, you know, sort of doing my thing with them. And then they all of a sudden start and get a little twitchy, you know, and it's just like, wait, wait, hold up. I thought this was supposed to be casual and fun. Why are you getting like into a stage five clinger with me? You know, there was nothing, <laughs> nothing, there was nothing talked about this. Where's the detachment that we keep talking about, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So do you go through that? You mentioned, you know, attachment, like people get clingy. Do you go through that with the, the dating aspect? Uh, are you talking about with, uh, with me, with women? Or yeah, women with, with me? you, with you. I mean, with you, with other women. Do you have like oh, any regulars, you know, because, you know, sometimes when you get into the scene, you kind of stick to, you're, you know. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're, yeah, you're, yeah, absolutely. Like, you're yeah. usual, mm-hmm. you know. You know, yeah, yeah, and and so this is this is more like this is more like couch session versus <laughs> reganting like stories here because this is like free therapy. Um, so, <laughs> so, so yes, um, I, I I do admit I do get attached, especially when I have someone that I have a really good connection with. I I do get a little twitchy when I hear about their stories about what it is that they're maybe doing off on the side. So at times it is difficult for me to detach from that and realizing that, look, I'm not their priority. And that they're, again, part of this journey is that they're, they're having their own sexual exploration as well, right? It's not just with me. Right. You know, as much as I think I am a Greek god in the bedroom, you know, <laughs> I'm like, hey, look, you know, uh, sometimes they, they, they want a little bit of different kind of marinara on their noodles, you know? And like, and I, I, I stole that from you, Dagnall. I know. I'll, I was like, "Who wants plant pasta?" Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll send you. I'll send you a text later. But, uh, yeah. So, so I, I completely get that. It, it's it's hard, especially when you um, do have a, such a strong connection with someone to hear their stories about how they're, you know, you know, they met someone else at a resort, and you know, they're just like filling their cup in all sorts of different ways, and. You know, part of it is also trying to separate out. It's like, okay, how much is this over embellishment? Because maybe they're more of a crazy ex type girlfriend that wants to make you jealous, or is it truly something like a situation where it's just like, you know what? I am happy for them. I'm glad they're getting what they need, even apart from me. I should be able to move on from that and be like, applaud them as a partner and as a friend, and then I'll just go about my business. You know, so again, long winded answer to say, yes, I do at times go through attachment issues. I think it just comes from fear of abandonment, you know, and, and, and again, we're getting more into the psychology of this. It's just like, why are they choosing to get their fulfillment from someone else versus you? It, it's again, going back to our, do we feel like we're good enough? Do we feel like where our value is high enough to where they want to keep coming back to us. And then they see that they choose someone else. Sometimes it, it does put a chink in the armor a little bit, but you know what, in this lifestyle that we're in, that is okay. And it should be okay. It just takes some maturity and evolution as you continue to go through this. Right. So I have another question. So have you ever done all the questions? I'm I'm like, just (laughs) hello. 
Yeah, okay, go ahead. So have you ever dealt with somebody who got too attached to you to the point that you wanted to kind of back away? <laughs> oh, God. All right. So um, so Dagda knows about this, um, but I'll, I'll tell you this, this uh, scenario. So we're going to call this person therapy girl. And, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Home, so, home girl definitely needs some therapy. Oh, yeah. So this, we're gonna Tell call her to call her. Yeah, tell her to call us. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, so therapy girl. Oh, wow. Um this this was a special breed of attachment. So we we initially met Therapy Girl and her husband at a, a four way date earlier this year, and the, all four of us hit it off. Again, real unicorn is when four people really do hit it off. So we hit off with all four of them. Uh, we arranged a, a play date with all four of us that went well, and then after that we were like, hey, we're gonna do a separate thing. You know, you know Red's gonna go off with the husband. I'm gonna go off with Therapy Girl, and we're gonna see where things go, right? So Therapy Girl and I have a good time, and this is where Therapy Girl starts talking about, you know what, I really think I'm into you more than you are into me, but you know what, whenever you have free openings in your schedule, I really want you to put me on speed dial and make me a priority. And that keyword kind of, again, you know, kind of makes the hair on the back of my head stand up a little bit. I'm like, I know, you you know, that priority is not with you. Priority is going to be with red. Right. right? And then part of this is also that, look, you know, I know you want me to make you a priority, but I also have other opportunities. I'm trying not to be too crass here. I have other opportunities <laughs> to where I can continue to scratch images with some other humans that I really dig. I might want to explore that. Right. And she's like, well, you know what? Then we need to not see each other anymore. I'm like, okay, fine. Bye. Deuces. <laughs> and then, and, and so then therapy girl's like, wait, that's it? You're not going to fight for me? You're not going to try to like, you know, keep our arrangement together? Yeah. It's I'm like, like, you're married. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yes, exactly. You're fucking married. Like, why isn't you? Why? Like, you your husband's that? your priority. I'm not going to make you a priority. We wow. even talked before we even got into this arrangement. Like, you wanted nothing poly, and you wanted, you didn't want a steady boyfriend, and I'm not offering that. Right. And she's like, well, my needs have changed. I'm like, great. Find wow. someone else. I can't. And <laughs> she was so doing that. Make me feel special. <laughs> make me feel special. I'm sorry. Not my job. Not my circus. Not my monkeys. So, uh, like, so, so we broke things off for, let's just call it an afternoon, right? Because then we did, because again, I think with my dumb stick sometimes. I'm just going to call it what it is. <laughs> So, you know what? Again, there's that hot, crazy scale where the sex is really good, and you know what? That shit is legit. So, I, you know, we got back together. Uh, we actually had dinner one night, right? We talked about what happened, what went wrong, what are our expectations. I think, look, I still value you as a friend. Let's, let's, let's start slowly again and see what happens. Then we had a follow-up date, and, you know, again, we, we, nothing happened outside of some light making out. And I'm like, okay, cool. This is going nice and slow. So then all of a sudden, the very next night, she's blowing up my phone uh, saying, hey, I need some guardrails. How am I allowed to flirt with you? Tell me what I'm allowed to do. Tell me what I'm not allowed to do. I really want to speak more to you. Answer me. And it was oh, just my like, God. Crazy. Oh, my God. It was this long, lengthy <laughs> diatribe. I'm like, you know what? I, I can't. I can't deal with this. I was dealing with some very strong personal matters at the time. I was getting ready to go on vacation. I'm like, look. This is exhausting. This yeah. is not what I need in my life right now. I'm sorry. We're going to talk about this when I get back from vacation. And honestly, I haven't picked up the conversation since then because it, the, the juice wasn't worth the squeeze. 
it just was not worth the emotional investment because he put into someone that is has unrealistic expectations of you when you made it clear this is where your lane is this is where right. my lane is mm-hmm. and this is where i expect you to be in it right and so yeah it is and honestly therapy girl is not the only one there's been some others as well so it's just wow. identifying turning them out flags, realizing <laughs> that, you know what yeah, they get hooked on the d <laughs> that <was> some more. <laughs> right God. So, so I, I fully admit that sometimes, and I, and I do this, and because again, I do enjoy the friendship component out of this, right? I, 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 I feel like, and Red and I talk about this, maybe I do give off sort of the boyfriend vibe where, you know, I actually care about the person. So in Cheryl, in your case, you would have like zero thoughts about me because again, like I'd be like, hey, tell me more about your day. What's going on? You're like, no, no. Well, you know, that's not really true. I I would entertain it. (laughs) But in the back of my mind, it's just, this is what it is. Yeah. This is what's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's, this is a question that I have for you is, um, is there any fear for you and Red at any point that maybe you guys might have a real strong connection with someone else that you will meet that is almost similar to the connection that you guys share? If not stronger. Yeah. 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 So there is always that. There's always that. Right. There's always that risk. There's always that fear. Right. And it goes back to, again, feeling like they were good enough and we're valued enough. Um, it goes back to us talking to each other and saying that, look, you know, and, and Red caught it too. Red, Red got it with some other guy um, that, that uh, let's just call him the carpenter. Uh, you know, Red the, that sounds yeah, hot. Red, yeah. Yeah. Red, Red <laughs> caught it with the carpenter a little bit, you know, again, because you know, he was giving her a lot of attention. And, and so it was, you know, all sorts of good vibes and whatnot. It can happen, right? But then all of a sudden, we kind of the light bulb comes on, and it's just like, what the fuck are we doing? You know, why are we investing so much energy into this person that probably wouldn't give two shits about you if you were caught in the hospital for any for anything, right? Like for mm-hmm. any sort of procedure like that, right? They wouldn't come to your rescue. They wouldn't come to you when you need. Well, what you. if they did? So, yeah. What if they did? Yeah. Then they're really good. I appreciate it. You know what? I appreciate what they bring, but you know what? It's, it's not going to take away what I have with red. Right? right. And I would hope the same. I feel confident that the same for red too. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, we, we, we talk about it. We talk about the connections that we have with these people and we talk about what is it that maybe they are providing that maybe we are not. And it, it could be a sexual thing, but it also could be an intimacy thing too, right? Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that Red and I continue to make a point of doing is, yeah, this is all great shenanigans, it's a lot of fun, but what are we doing for each other? How are we trying for each other? And so this is where we you know, continue to do date nights together. This is where we do romantic getaways just for two for one another and leave the the relationships and the chatting and everything else, you know, in the back burner. So that way it continues to enforce our bond, right? This is all meant to be extracurricular. So, so that's where, again, and again, it, it, it's, it's, it's been an evolution. We really do try to make it a point to continue to invest in each other the same way that we are investing in other people. So that way that risk continues to diminish, right? It's still there. But again, at the end of the day, it goes back to how do we treat each other? What are we doing for each other? How are we filling each other's cups to really show that 
we're, we're in this. This is not out of obligation. This is not because, ah, oh, shit, it's Friday. All right, yeah, it's time for my date with Red. What do you do? No, this is, this is, again, this is about, again, you are my priority, and I'm going to continue to show that and vice versa so that way we continue to be strong as a couple so that way that risk continues to diminish. Right, right. So um, a, a little bit of a harlot question. Um, is there something that is – your thing that you love within this lifestyle that you do? Like, what is it that gets you off mostly? What does it get me off? So, so I got a couple things really. And that's a great question. Um, <laughs> so, so I, I think we all go through it, right? It's the pursuit. It's the chase. It's how you woo. It's the, it's the, it's the new and shiny, right? So we, we, we always love that, that build up and that rapport that you get with someone and see whether or not they can, Let's use the use the thesaurus word banter. Let's see how well they banter with you, <laughs> right. and see and see how well they can match wits with you and get you. Because again, I'm I'm on the sapiosexual side. I need that mental stimulation right before I just you know shed my clothes. Um, there 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 are other components I like. I love sort of that primal buildup and energy that you have with someone that you get to that point where that you're ready to just shred their clothes off because again, it just continues to build and build and build and build and build until you can't take it anymore. Um, and then, and then I do have some, some kinks also in my repertoire where that that's another component where red and I, you know, again, while we match sexually from a, from a kink department, there's mm-hmm. some areas where we're not aligned, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I, I do look for partners that might be able to fill my cup that way. Um, and give me some satisfaction where, you know, I might want to be in a dom sub type dynamic in the bedroom or, Hey, look, I got some impact play toys in my arsenal. I would love to be your ass red and make you, you know, scream out in pleasure, you know, or, you know, other, other, those components, right. Mm-hmm. You know, just, yes, there's a, there's, there's a lot that I, that really gets me off about, the, the lifestyle or this ethically non-monogamous type dynamic that we have. And it largely comes down to connection with the individual. Do they share some of the same passions that I do, especially within the bedroom? And, you know, whether it's primal, whether it's erotica, whether it's impact, whether it's BDSM, and that that's what I look for. And that's what I get enjoyment out of. You know, if it's just, you know, vanilla starfish soccer mom off the, <laughs> down on the street, you know, that's, that's, that's not going to do much for me. You know, I, I got enough notches on my belt where I don't need <laughs> that in my world. You know, I need, I need, I need some spice, you right. know, you need, you need sauce on your pasta. <laughs> I need sauce on my pasta, right? I need a little cayenne and cumin to go with like you know, the salt and pepper, you know? Right. Oh my God. So, <laughs> sure. so, are, so are you more of a dominant or submissive? Oh, good question. I, I am definitely 100% on the Dom side. And, I'm, and I, I, I said, hate, oh. I, I hate saying it that way, too, because it's like, oh, God, here we go. The alpha machismo coming right through. Here we go, right? No, I, I'll, I'll just be candid with you. I I don't do well with with um, being told what to do. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean it from like a standpoint of if like, say, say if you and I were engaged in sexual activity and you like maybe provide a suggestion or like, this is what you want or this is how you like it. No, I'm not referring to that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's sort of the like strict dialogue of you will do this at time at this point. I want you dressed this way. I want this, da, 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 that, that sort of submissive type style. Right. That 
that just comes back to mommy issues. <laughs> uh, right? That makes me twitch. And so that's a clearly a break. Because, again, it's just like, nope, I want nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. That's not my bag. So I am definitely on the, the dom side. Or let's just say another industry term is popping. So yeah. it's maybe not necessarily having that um, that that uber mental control. It's more the in a topping type scene oh. to get basically just to toss her around and things like that, um, and just basically restrain her physically. Other primal type aspects, mm. but in the in the true <laughs> dumb like sub, <laughs> is someone getting flushed over there? Yeah. <laughs> She's like it's, get tied up. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, Cheryl, Cheryl's face is just like all oh, memories. <laughs> the way we were. <laughs> I feel like you ladies are having a moment over there. Yeah. Like you guys Flashback. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, because I know for us, there's moments where we miss that because we were both married so mm. you know in our 20s yeah we were living doing it you know doing it up yeah then we both got married almost closer on the same time she got married then i get married like a little bit after yeah yeah and i was i was already like girl don't do it yeah i know <laughs> I was, and so i'm out, about to get out of my marriage yeah. don't do it so when you mentioned you know uh red not having sex for two two years and then you not having sex for four for me it was three yeah you know, and I just was not interested. Yeah, I was. was my, I went 10 months. Sorry. <laughs> I was 10 months. I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. So that was very hard. And this is for somebody who was like, uh, yeah, you know, crazy when it came down to it. So I was like losing my mind. <laughs> literally, <laughs> Ready to pounce. So when I got yeah. divorced, I kind of went back into that lifestyle mm-hmm. for a brief moment. Um, Several years. <laughs> It was like two uh, for a brief moment. <laughs> yeah, like moment. two, three years. Yeah, two, three years. And then it just got a little bit too much. Because mm-hmm. um, the person that I was doing it with, it just got a little bit yeah. too excessive to the point that I was just like, I'm tired of this. Yeah, got bored. Yeah, it got I got bored. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Do you ever think? Well, so what about, what about that aspect? And again, I'm not challenging you because we all go through our own lifestyle journeys. So Cheryl, what was it about that about it that got boring? Was it is it just the... The, the constantly feeling like you have to put up a front in order to woo someone or what, what was it about that, that experience that kind of led you to say, you know what, maybe this is not for me. No, I'm not going to say it's not for me because I, okay, I don't sorry. mind having those moments every, yeah, every so now and then. then. Yeah. But it became like repetitive, repetitive, like almost every day, every weekend yes. type situation. It's like, <laughs> Oh, we're doing this again. Yeah. Oh. It, it, there was just no break in between where it could just be, him and I, mm-hmm. it was just like somebody had to be in the mix all the mm-hmm. time. Yeah. And, you know, and for me, I need that break in between. Just like how you say, you know, you and Red, you, you know, you have those moments where you do things together. And, you know, that was just almost kind of close to non-existent. <laughs> you know, it was like, yeah. and I don't mind. And I didn't mind in the very beginning, especially when I got out of that marriage. I was like, OK, sure. No problem. Yeah. But it just got a little bit too much. Mm hmm. Um, right. and, he, and he became a little bit too demanding. Oh, it did yeah. Not, Extremely it, it, controlling. Where it didn't become fun anymore. <laughs> yeah. it, it felt it was like, like a task, yeah. like, like, a, like a job, like an yeah. obligation. And I think that when it comes down to that, it should be fun. Mm-hmm. You know, you should be having a good time. Because for me, like, you know, I love it, you mm-hmm. know, but it became more of 
okay, we're doing this again. <laughs> just like... Yeah, and, and, and I completely empathize with that because it can get exhausting because it's just like there, there are times where, where we're both looking at our social calendar and going, wow, we are, our, our fuck roster is filling up pretty damn quickly here. Um, and, and so is our party event schedule here. Maybe let's take the next few weekends just to kind of decompress and right. focus on us for a little bit, whether it's hanging out with maybe some of our vanilla friends or <laughs> Even, even just you and I, you know, that is a novel concept, you know, and and that's and I'll be honest with you, that's that's more on me to kind of be, to be settled and enjoy home life because I get a little antsy and it's just like, okay, we've been at the house for two, I've been awake for two hours, what are we doing? So it's just like, so I get that, I and and share all that. Thank you for clarifying that because I I get that. If, if it's nonstop and it becomes all of a sudden a focal point of what it is that you do, right. it is completely exhausting. This is just more of the, hey, this should be fun. It should be relaxing. We scratch an itch. But you know, at the end of the day, you know, like you also get some much needed couch cuddling time with your your primary person. Right. You know? right. And and I think um, I think maybe if you had that, it was just you, just him dynamic because right. it wasn't gonna be ever right just you and him right <laughs> it was you him and because mind you he was he was just, seeing he's other people he was seeing other people, people and he's married which, which yeah which and I he's already, married <laughs> yeah he was married which i so, which i already knew yeah so i at some point i started saying oh i don't feel well or whatever like yeah. that and i knew he was gonna see the, the, the other, other one. one and yeah. i was like thank, thank god. god but then he still <laughs> wanted to see me and i was like <laughs> Dag was coming over. Yeah, no. and, and I never do that. I'm yeah. just like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all on board, you know, all excited. And it was just like, yeah. Like, next. Yeah, please call the other woman. <laughs> Stop calling me. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, next. I need somebody new and fresh. Yes. <laughs> Oh God! That's the thing, though. Like when when they all of a sudden start demanding more of your time, at what point does this really become enjoyable? You know, unless right. you're in some sort of like committed type dynamic, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's where again, I, I've I've had to I've, I've actually used the term I've had to fire some people because again, <laughs> it's a job. Right? You know, it it just gets to be too much. It gets to be exhausting, and you know, and there's. You know, those there there are those that are you know using this as a way to get maybe some sort of intimate dynamic that maybe they're not getting in their relationship, and all of a sudden your 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 soul's getting sucked, and not in the way that you want to get sucked. And you're, you're all of a sudden, <laughs> your your energy is getting depleted because they demand more of your time mm-hmm. and more of your energy, and it all of a sudden just gets to the point like you know what enough. Yeah. Like I need my me time and I need my time with my, my, my primary partner. So, so Cheryl, I completely get where you're coming from. Like when it, when it gets to be like a constant thing, but you're not really investing into each other. What's, what's the point, right? right? Yeah. At this point, you just might as well just say like, all right, we're just going to be each other's plus one. You just get into this party, but we're going to break off and do our own thing. Bye. Okay. <laughs> Deuces. So that, that's, not, that's not exactly fulfilling, you know, especially if you're not really committed to coming home to each other and right. still filling each other's cup at the end of the day. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it was, it was a lot more fun when I was kind of joining other couples. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you know. Back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine why. Oh, look, all this attention on me. Oh, the horror. <laughs> stop. No, don't, don't, don't stop. Don't stop. Anyway. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, 
Now I had a, I had a question and it totally escaped my mind. Oh yeah, no, there it is. Got it back. <laughs> nice. Um, is there a limit? Is there a maximum cap of partners that you and Red agree on, or is it just kind of like a revolving door of like whatever? Are you are you talking about like who's on like the number that we can have on our roster? Yeah, or we'll, yeah, yeah. Because you call it a roster, so I'm wondering: I mean, like, is there like, a cap? Like, if, if Red wants to have like a gangbang one day, I'm like, hey, just make sure that everyone's vetted and did an STD test, and go for it. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, but so, but on the roster where you guys roster. can. Yes. Um, we, we haven't really talked about, you know, a cap who like a cap on the roster. Right. Mm-hmm. I think for the way red and I are approaching this is that, okay, we definitely have some favorites and we have some others that maybe we'll, we'll go check on every now and then. And I one's on the bench. Us, <laughs> yeah, on the bench, right. Some, some you put deep on the bench because again, <laughs> aforementioned the scenario where they demand a little too much from mm-hmm. you. Right. So, so it really, it, it it doesn't come down to number of partners on our roster, right? I think for us, it just comes down to, okay, you're spending time with this person. You're spending time with another person later in the week. Uh, let's just make sure that, you know, you and I are connecting also together as a couple, right? So we, we don't limit number of partners that we could have, but what we do try to make it a point of, and this is for both of us, we do try to make it a point of, making sure that we get in enough quality time with each other. So it, does, it doesn't turn into just like, okay, we're roommates now and we're off dating other people, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, long story short, no, there really isn't a cap. It just comes down to, you know, what flavor of the week do you want? And then <laughs> how do you schedule it? And what, what does that schedule look like? And does it sync up with your, with, with your partner schedule? Mm-hmm. Like for me, I don't, I try not to schedule something unless um, Red already has something on the books, right? So that way, this is more psychological for me. I don't want it to seem like I am choosing to go out with someone else in lieu of spending time with her because I really would like to spend time with her. Now, granted, there are, you know, I can count on probably less than one hand the number of times I've done the, the, what I just described. Mm-hmm. But you know what? We've got, now gotten to that point where that is okay and that's acceptable. Because mm-hmm. now, now her roster has got enough of us like, okay, if I want to go off and do that, she's got someone that she can call. I'm like, hey, you want to hang out sort of thing. So. Mm-hmm. so let me ask you a question. So are you open to all different flavors? Flavors <laughs> of the week. <laughs> I'm just curious. And is, is, so is she? You know, you is know, she you as know well? Shell, my nickname is Baskin Robbins. So. <laughs> 31. So, 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 long story short, Shell, I, I don't discriminate, right? So just, it, really, it really comes down to how I vibe and how I connect with someone, right? Mm. If they express a genuine interest in me as a human, mm. I mean, I don't care if you're black, brown, white, mocha, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, all the other colors, right? You know, if you're blue, uh, we're going to have to talk a little bit about that, right? You know, I'm not really into the whole avatar thing, but, uh, but you know, I, it, it, it comes down to how do you treat me as an individual, right? right. Uh, now, it, and again, if you treat me well, and you have a genuine interest in me and want to know more about me and what I'm about and whether or not there's a good vibe and a good match, I, I don't care. And that also goes for size too. You know, like it, it comes down to, you know, let's be, let's be honest, right. Physical attraction is still a component in this, right. You right. know, there's, you know, you know, you may think I'm the nicest guy in the whole world and you want to talk about me all day long, but you get, if you're like a, 
you know, don't really take good care of yourself or, you, or even this, like if you're don't really carry yourself with a lot of confidence, that's not very attractive for me. So I, I'd rather, I want, you know, again, someone that's confident who they are owns their shit. As you ladies like to say yeah. on the podcast, like they own their shit, right? They know who they are, know what they're about, right? They own that shit, right? right. That to me is sexy. And I hate that word, but it's overplayed in the lifestyle, but it is sexy for me, right? It's attractive. And so that's what is going to gravitate me towards those individuals. And at that point, it's just like, all right, let's go. Cool. Let's see where we could potentially take this, you know? So there, but again, long answer <laughs> to a very easy question. So another question. My mind is just kind of going Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to it. All right. So do you ever feel like, you know, for us, we're in a stage where we're just kind of like, okay, um, we just kind of not to say that we don't want to be in this lifestyle anymore. We want those moments are still there. But do mm-hmm. you ever feel like there comes a time where you may not want to be like for the both of I, you? Like do you want to take a step back from it and just it just be strictly both of you? Yes. hundred percent. Yes. That's that it's going to come. Right. I and we both know it's it, it's going to be eventual. Right. And so it gets down to what it comes down to either of us saying you know what? I'm done. Like we're, we're a hundred percent fulfilled, right? I'm ready to settle down, ready to just, you know, enjoy each other's time and let's go through our life together. with just the two of us, we've made some great friends. We did all the things we've ever wanted to do on our fuck it list. Mm-hmm. Let's now let's pause. Let's, let's enjoy our, our later years together. Because, you know, what, honestly, like, you know, God bless them. You know, there's still the 60-somethings and the 70-somethings that are That's still true. doing this. Go, go, you do you, boo. Like, <laughs> go for it. Go get that love or however you want to or get that – get your freak on however you want to. Yeah. I don't know if I want – you know, I don't want to be that creepy old dude that's, like, checking out the, you know, the women whose age starts with a two or three in my in my, mm-hmm. in my my 50s and 60s, you know, thinking I still got a chest with that piece of pass. You know, I, <laughs> I, 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 I think there will come a point. And, and, and who knows when that will happen, right? But it'll be a conversation. There will come a point where Rez and I will be like, you know what? This was fun. This was good. Both fulfilled. Let's let's enjoy each other now. It All will right. come. But for now, yeah. And that will be okay. Have that fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Having fun. Yolo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it may get to a point because I always think in our in in our in our early years. You know, Red and I subscribe to the theory that I, I just think we as humans, we're just not programmed for monogamy, right? I just, there's just some sort of instinct that takes over when we see someone and there is this, bam, there's that connection and there's that vibe that you get with someone and you just, it, it, it's hard for us to deny that and hard for us to suppress that, right? Mm-hmm. I think as we get older, at some point it's going to be like, you know what, it, it's, you know, it's okay if nothing happens, right? I think now we're just at that phase where it's just like, hey, look, you know, there there's some tasty dishes out there. Let's let's go try a little bit of each, right? You know, the buffet is open. Um, and then, you know what? And again, as humans, I just we just think we're just programmed that way, right? I, but I, that doesn't mean we don't have a soulmate. It doesn't mean we don't have someone that we love forever and passionate with one another. Right. I just it, we, That's just our mindset, right? We know everyone operates differently. That's just how we think it. Um, but yeah, I do think it will eventually get to that point. It's just a matter of when, right. and it just be a conversation, right? Right. 
I mean, I love the fact that both of you are very open. Mm-hmm. Communication is very yes. key because when you lack communication, then everything just kind oh of yeah just falls apart. Out. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's no, a, it's, an awesome it's, thing. You're absolutely right, Cheryl. I mean, I, I I wouldn't be I wouldn't be in the position I am in right now unless I was completely transparent with Red. Right. Red is my rock. Red, I can share anything with, right? And you know what? And then there are times that it, it does take me a while to get to that point, but eventually I will get there. And again, telling her, you know what? This is really what's on my mind, right? And this is really what's going on. And and, and same with Red back at me too, right? This is, you know, it's always tough to say that, look, you're attracted to someone else and this is what you want to pursue. But it, at the same time, being a being transparent has been the cornerstone of our relationship. And I can't imagine a better partner to have better life partner. And, and, you know, for the record, you know, we aren't married and, and no, there's no common law here in the state that we're living in. Right um, now. Actually, <laughs> actually that what you had is a Puerto Rican wedding. Once you move in together, it's a Puerto Rican wedding. So you're technically, so you're technically married. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. So, so by Puerto Rican law, yes. <laughs> but by Puerto Rican law, sure. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, but, but, but for all intents and purposes, you know, we're, we're not married, but she's my life partner, right? right? She is, I can't imagine doing this journey with anyone else other than her and so it this is what makes this journey so special is that we have evolved and we've grown together so much not just as a couple but also as individuals too and so celebrating each other Mm -hmm. applauding each other through this has just been it's been a fantastic journey and i love her with all my heart i'm just so glad and i'm so so thankful and i'm just so lucky to have someone that but one can tolerate my bullshit but then also <laughs> allows me the flexibility to, to do to have what i have and then vice versa i'm sure red would say the same thing that i give, give each other that flexibility to enjoy what it is that we want to enjoy whatever yeah. that is i i think that it's amazing and great and mm. i and i wanted to share this because or your story because I think that there's so many people that hear just the outlining of stuff and don't really think about, oh, well, this could be a thing. This right. could be an option. This could be something that maybe I, I actually want in my life. Right. You know? I think a lot of people are very close-minded. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they think it's yeah, just like and, one and, thing. And this goes back to, you know, again, sometimes we as a society, we're programmed for a one-on-one type dynamic, right? And this is all that there ever is, mm-hmm. right? Whether it's... Society norms, religion norms, whatever, whatever it is, right? We've we've been we've boxed ourselves into this social construct where one on one is is the way it should be, right? But I mean, as we've evolved in the society, you know, we we have to get a little bit more open minded. That sometimes that's not the case. Right. Um, and so this is, and by no means, I don't want to make this clear. The lifestyle is not a relationship fixer. I want to make that loud and clear, right? Mm-hmm. It is not. It is not. It is not an escape to get out of your shitty marriage, right? right. It, it is an, it's an, it's a tool to use to enhance the already solid foundation that you should have right, as a right. relationship. Exactly. Relationship, right? Exactly. Exactly. Well said. <laughs> um, I, one quick question because we actually do have to wrap it up soon. Okay, shoot. Go um, ahead. It better be you. And this goes for me. <laughs> well, it's just um, family. Now, uh, obviously, I'm 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 assuming that your family is unaware of this type of lifestyle that you guys are are living, or is this something that you kind of open about? That, that is- 
Yep, that, that, that's a safe assumption, yes. Hence, hence our code words right now and okay. names. Um, uh, and, and, you know, same with colleagues. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'd say most of our vanilla friends do know about this. Oh, they do. Um, there, there's a subset of folks that don't. Um, oh, our rock God. and roll tribe knows about this. Right. Um, th- th- those that are close to us uh, know that there is this component to what Red and I have in our life. Family, no. I, right. I, can't, I can't fathom, um, you know, my father, you know, RIP, mm-hmm. you know, I, 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 you know, while he was, was quite the cockhound back in the day, I can't mm-hmm. see him really embracing what it is that both Red and I have developed with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, say with my mom, for that matter, um, my, my brother might be a little bit more open-minded about it, but again, it's still, it's still ground that I'm choosing not to, to broach with them, you right. know, and which is with Red's family too, right? Because mm-hmm. then it's going to get into health concerns, safety concerns. It's going right. to get into, are, are you guys really happy if you're really doing this separate dating? I'm right. like, Mike right. is. Those are this is, this is between me and Red and what, what we are getting enjoyment out of. And yes, we are exceedingly happy. This is just a new component of it. Right. So, right. so yeah, no, they, they don't know. And, and we're making a choice to not share that with them. We've mm-hmm. been sprinkling in here and there to some friends, but it's very selective. Right. Mm. Okay. Cool. <laughs> wow. Oh, I had to take. I really wish we can actually continue this conversation. I know. <laughs> I know. Maybe there might be a part two. Who knows? I, you know what? I, I, you know, Dagna's trying to get me to come up there for potentially a concert sometime down the road. But you know, if I am up in New York, you know, work. I'm putting you both on speed dial. We're gonna tear up the city, grab <laughs> some course. cocktails. We're going to have some more conversation, maybe a part two, if you'd allow me to continue talking again, meandering for another hour or so. Yeah, you're very welcome. Yeah. Yes, please and thank you. So I would love to, again, meet you officially, Cheryl and and Dagna. Thank you so much for allowing me to be on, taking up airtime on your podcast. No problem. Much fun. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thank you for sharing your story. And you're always welcome. Yes, always. <laughs> thank you. Thank you both. I appreciate you both. And you know, again, shameless plugs for those that haven't just started picking this podcast up today. Go back and listen from the beginning. All right. This is all good shit. Life lessons, people. Do it. <laughs> Take notes. Um, so yeah, if you guys wanna reach out to us on Instagram or Facebook, it's Lady in the Harlot. Or uh Send us an email, ladyintheharlot at gmail.com. Or you can check out our website at ladyintheharlot.com. <laughs> and we have merch as oh, well. Oh, yes. I almost forgot the merch again. <laughs> so <laughs> we have merch. Um, so with that, I am Dagna. I'm Cheryl. And that's another wrap up of Lady and the Harlot. Thank you for joining us. Peace. Bye.